Welcome to the Impact of Leadership podcast, where we believe that no one drifts into excellence. I'm your host, Steve Shear, and today's episode is a pointed one. It's a short one, and it is about conflict, how to approach conflict in a way that helps you grow as a leader. It's myself and Patrick having a, a quick conversation about conflict, how we view it, how we've failed and succeeded in some practical application. But then also we introduce a half-day workshop that we're doing in conjunction with our friends at University of Wisconsin Parkside. So you'll want to hear that. So let's just jump into it. I think right at the beginning, Patrick talks about his wife. Uh, I'm not sure that's going to go over well, but let's just jump to that part. Let's see. I can go through all the things that I have experienced at home. Is that what you want to hear about? The conflicts <laughs> with me and my wife? Sure, but she, <laughs> she might hear this. Oh, never mind. Scratch that. Okay. Um, no, the, the truth is conflict has always been part of life, whether you're being raised in a home with your parents and then you're a teenager and then you go to college and you start to realize, you know, you're an adolescent now and young adult and you're trying to figure out who you are um, and you get that first job of having to deal with conflict with your boss, right? That that was my, you know, first introduction of how do I address something that I disagree with or don't understand and feel like maybe I'm not getting the, the way I want it to go. Uh, my way. How how do I handle that? And then as you keep growing, I realize the conflict doesn't go away. It is it isn't just yeah. Maybe you face it a lot when you're immature and you know young and not sure how to address it. But the bottom line is conflict is always part of relationships. The real question is how do you handle it? So uh, my experience as a manager has been all over the board. I've had conflicts about poor performance, people goofing off, attitudes, intimidation. Uh, whether they're feeling intimidated by other people. And then one of the top ones is broken trust, mm -hmm. where somebody has broken trust with somebody else. It could be with me, it could be with somebody else, and I'm being brought in to try to figure out how do we work through this conflict. Those are just some of the top ones that I've dealt with. But it, it's it's quite interesting, I'll tell you. A lot of lessons have been learned. I'm still learning every day because healthy conflict is doing it the right way is the key. But conflict is going to always be there. Mm -hmm. So what? Uh, t talk a little bit about before the concept of healthy conflict was in your repertoire of vocabulary, that kind of thing. What, what, what did it look like before knowing about healthy conflict? And what does it look like now when okay. you encounter something like sure. that? Sure. Before I understood the right way to handle conflict – the thing that I always felt like I ran to was my feelings when I'm dealing with conflict. Well, you make me feel this way, or this uh, this is how I, I want you to respond, or I'm going to respond this way because it makes me feel better to respond this way, you know? And and that's the, the problem that I think I, I realized with conflict is the feelings take over. And I, I've been told by other leaders, and I think it was a pastor who told me once, Patrick, feelings are fine, but they cannot be the engine that leads the train. They cannot be. Um, and, and I get that. And so, you know, when I didn't know what healthy conflict was, I think I just defaulted to whatever I was feeling in the moment. And conflict was resolved as soon as I felt better. That didn't mean that we actually resolved a good plan. I just felt better because I got my words out, right? And then healthy conflict, as I've learned, comes when you actually can work through it in a respectful way where both sides are heard and understood um, as much as you can. You still can express your feelings, but you're talking about the facts. That's the difference in healthy conflict is where are we going? How do we resolve this? And it might not mean that you leave feeling good, but progress has been made. 
That's what I think the difference is and what I've learned between healthy conflict and unhealthy conflict is you got to think about the feelings and all of it. That's good. Um, so as you've grown as a leader, um, not asking you to divulge, you know, private information necessarily or air dirty laundry. I told you, Steve, I'm not gonna, you're not going to get dirt out of me, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to get something good for this episode, this juicy hot take. Um, where do people go wrong, whether it's emotion or the words that they use or things like that? What's lost if people don't lean into this concept of a healthy conflict? Well, you're talking about damage control then because damage happens very quickly when you don't have top of mind doing it in a healthy way. If this is just about winning the argument or the conflict, not about having an ongoing relationship after, it's just in the one moment, then what happens is, and you've taught me this in talking through things, and, and again, I didn't even realize I did this, but I'm open confession to everyone listening. This is another thing that I, I've had to work on is character assassination. It's easy that when you're in a fight, you start to go after the person's character and whether they actually ever said what you think they're about, you start making accusations and assumptions about their character. You start jumping to conclusions because again, you're not trying to resolve the, the conflict. You're just trying to win the conflict. And, and that is extremely damaging. I mean, you can you recover? You can, but man, you're talking about a lot of grace, a lot of mercy, a lot of forgiveness. But in reality, you might have left a scar that cut that person wide open, and it can heal, but that scar is never going to go away. And every time, I'm not saying the person thinks about it every time, but it's definitely going to be something that that doesn't easily be forgotten about, you know? Um, and so that's the, that, that's the problem when you don't do health conflict in a healthy way you leave a lot of people damaged and hurt. Yeah. And I've, I've seen 10 years now of being at CCB Technology, five different positions, management and non-management, where conflict can essentially make or break a relationship. What I mean is everybody knows about the breaking of relationships, but I don't know how many people talk about how conflict can strengthen relationships. Right. Um, it can actually be, can build trust if it's positioned in a way of we're going to get better through this, I'm not going to cross that line and attack you. And there is a foundation of trust, right? essentially. And commitment. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, jumping in there, I think when we think about conflict at home, I'm not saying every relationship is this, but I think about my parents who were married for 52 years. They did not have a perfect marriage. They had a really good marriage though, um, but it, it, they knew it took a lot of work and there was a lot of forgiveness. So, with that being said, they had conflict, but they were committed to staying married to each other. When you have conflict at work, I think sometimes it's easier just to avoid the conflict yeah. or ignore it, or just, I'm just going to go get a new job. Like you don't put the work into it because where's the commitment? And I think Eve, especially as things have turned out lately where I'll just get a new job. There's tons of people looking for me. Uh, constantly uh, headhunters are calling me. You're just like, ah, I'm just not going to deal with this. And I would challenge anybody who wants to see growth happen, not just in their personal relationships. And I think it's, can, you can easily bail on those too. If you really want to see a healthy work relationship, and that's I hope that's, that we all can experience that, 
you got to put some commitment into working through the awkward, uncomfortable, unhealthy, uh, the conflict. And, and, and you want to get away from the unhealthiness and make it a healthy one. So again, I just think it comes down to a commitment of, are you willing to put, cause it's going to take some time. It's going to take some work. It's going to get really uncomfortable, but you do that in your personal relationship. If you were, you know, with somebody you care about. So I would just encourage everyone, like, if you really care about your employees or you care about where you work and what you've done in your career, put that work into it. Yeah. And there's big terms, big concepts so far in the last, you know, eight minutes or so that we've been talking. Healthy conflict is one, taking growth as a topic of, in, within leadership. It's, it's a big deal. So we, we have something coming up in order to help take the concepts and make them practical. So let's talk a little bit about that. So I don't know if you want to go first or you want me to about the uh, the half day workshop. You go up. ahead, man. You, yeah, you're the you're mad scientist. You put this all this stuff together. <laughs> I'm just the guy over here cheering you on. Yeah. So the mad scientist comment that Patrick just said is a guy that we we love and respect is kind of making introductions. Mike Brogan, us. we're talking about you. Mike Brogan, we're talking about you, buddy. Yeah, he he read some of the stuff that I've written and things like that. Calls me the mad scientist and Patrick the the not the Easter Bunny, the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> Which, you know, you know, I'll, I'll take it as a compliment. Whoops! Even though you're the one with the bunny suit, you I know, know, I guess I'm the guy that just is all hyped up on Mountain Dew and Red Bull and whatever else you give me. Hey, well, you're a good time, that's for sure. All right, so, just don't give me water. I don't need that. Yeah, there's there's water in Mountain Dew. So the I think the. Uh, healthy conflict. What are we talking about? The, the conflict workshop. So we've partnered again with our friends at the University of Wisconsin Parkside. Taking it a little bit further though. So it's a half day workshop. Yeah. Four hours. Four hours. So there's an investment. It costs more than coming to the event that we did with Todd Bolsinger. But this is a different style of, of environment. So this is intensive walk away with practical application that is real to your life with worksheets that have to do with your issues at your place of work, taking the concepts that you're learning and putting them into practice at the time so that when you leave that half day, you're tired, but you're that good, tired, full kind of tired. Um, and so really, really quickly, uh, the, the title of it kind of tells you what it's about. It's basically what we've been saying, but succinctly reframing conflict, the good, the bad, and I actually am calling it the awkward because um, most people, you know, know the movie and things like that, good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, but for me, I, in leadership and in management, I have seen there's great things, there's some not so great things, and then there's this middle part that's like super awkward <laughs> where you manage somebody that was a friend of yours. Yep. That can get weird. Oh, yeah. How'd you get the promotion? Or you got to tell somebody, well, this position isn't going to be here. Yeah, it's any, all right. Anymore, but I still care about you. Or, I mean, the, in my case, I had to tell my dad during our transition that I had to take his credit card away from him, his company credit card, because, you know, we had met, finalized the, the transaction between us. But I started this company. That's right. That's right. And it got awkward, but we got through it and we did it well. Um, and again, I think the key is, you're right, the, the awkward conversations, the moments are going to happen, and we're, we're going to use real stories. That's, that's the other thing. We want it to be about what people are going through. But again, what do we always say here at Impact Leadership? That leadership is lonely. And we want people to know you're not alone. 
we have gone through, many of us, and that we learn through other people's times that they've gone through things. And we read their books or we listen to their podcasts and uh, their books. The bottom line is like, we've all been through stuff. So how do we take that, share it with each other? And then we want to make sure we customize it in a way that is applicable to their situation, as you've said. That's right. So really, really quickly fly over just so you know what you, what you're getting for the four hours and then the cost. Um, you're going to get to network with people that are like-minded. First of all, it's a small group though. We're not like opening this up. Like our event, we had over 130 people that were, that were in attendance with that. That's not this. This is a small group of folks that it's an intensive, it's a workshop. So uh, the first hour we're looking at, uh, we're going to turn the mirror on ourselves and, and look at our view of conflict, real life success and failures from me and Patrick. And then we're going to define terms because words matter. So what is healthy conflict? Actually, what is productive debate? actually. And then how does conflict impact your influence? Because leadership is influence. The second hour, we're going to get into the building blocks of navigating difficult conversations, just some of the ones that we just talked about, personal anecdotes, practical application in each hour, the changing of compensation. How do you let let people go with dignity? Like how do you fire somebody, but keep their dignity intact? And then we're going to have a real scenario worksheet that you're going to work through for your situation at work. The third hour, we're going to jump into personality because it's not a free pass just because you're wired a certain way to act however you want. We're going to give you tactics for responding well. A phrase that one of my mentors has said is don't overreact to the overreaction. That's pretty good. Helping employees that need to grow up. That's an awkward conversation. (laughs) I'll tell you specific stories when we're together about one of our great interactions that I've had. Um, and then some not so great ones where people don't really respond well. Uh, and then on the worksheet, we're going to keep working back through that thing so that it builds so that when you leave, you have a full scenario built out on your current workplace. And then hour four, what about cross-departmental conflict? What about the danger of conflict avoidance? And then we're going to finish that thing out and we're going to collaborate with each other. Um, so this is going to be fun. It's going to be really intense, but it's going to be for your good and, and for the good of your organization. And I want to say also, if you're not able to attend, that's all right. If you want this content, hit us up because we might be able to work something out. We do these things on site as well. So we'll do, we can do it for your company. So maybe you can't bring your whole company because it's not going to make sense to bring eight people in from your department or whatever. And you want us to come to you. We can customize it for you in your place of work. So uh, I'll put a link in the show notes for you to be able to contact us and uh, we can, we can, we can talk about it, but what else you got, Patrick? No, I think that's a great job, um, Steve. And, and, and I just want to put some urgency behind this. You know, we, we do have registration coming up, but it's going to close very quickly. So there is no time to wait. If you are interested and you're in this local area of Racine and Kenosha, Milwaukee, please sign up now. Like seriously, as soon as you can put a pause on this, sign up. Uh, because registration is closing fast and uh, and we want to have you there. Um, and as Steve, you already said, I was thinking the same thing. We would love to get this content out there. So you can hit us up. Um, it's pretty easy to reach us. We'll put it all in the show notes below. But bottom line is we will come to you if this is something that's important. And I, I personally think every company needs to look at themselves and examine how do you guys handle healthy conflict? How do we do this across departments? How do you handle this with your staff? And then hopefully take what you have and take it home with you and maybe improve some of the relationships even outside of work. That's right. Well, if you want to see yourself grow, you want to see your organization grow, you got to know how to handle conflict and awkward conversations because it's going to happen guaranteed. So April 28th, April 28th is when 
the workshop is happening. It's a Friday. It's a morning. Come see us. April 28th, look at the show notes. Reframing conflict, the good, the bad, and the terribly awkward. I mean, what are you going to say to somebody if they got bad B.O.? Hey, it happens. It does. Happen. There's a lot of stories. I <laughs> trust me. I got all sorts of stories to fit in that. You got to show up. You're going to hear this stuff. You're going to love it. Patrick, thanks for doing this, man. Absolutely. And as my dad would say, it's not your fault. It is your problem. Okay. So takeaways and action items. First of all, takeaways. No one drifts into excellence. I say that every episode and you are not, we are not, I am not going to drift into a place where I'm using conflict in a way that helps me grow as a leader. I'm not going to approach conflict that way because conflict stinks. It's awful. Uh, but it doesn't have to just be awful. If you reframe conflict, it can actually help you grow in a massive way as a leader. So that comes to the action items. Check out the show notes. If you're confused about what show notes are, that's the stuff that's below this episode. So if you're on your phone, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, you can go to the actual episode. So you'll see the Impact Leadership logo up top. Scroll with your finger, like scroll it up. You'll see, uh, I'll put it in all caps, show notes with some emojis pointing down. Go below that, find the link that's that says, conflict workshop and you want to click that you want to find out more information there are nonprofit discounts and then if you are unable to attend or you want us to come to you and uh, we mentioned that in the episode i'll put a link next to uh, the conflict workshop that says book us to speak you can fill out a form there it'll go to our email address and then we can get back to you about coordinating that or you can just email us directly at info info at impactofleadership.com now if you thought of someone during this episode consider sending it to them but don't send it to them and say this is you <laughs> send it to them and say something that encourages them or maybe even say hey you gotta check this out i'm going to this workshop you should probably come with me because i need some backup and I, I know that you trust me. I trust you. Let's go together. Let's do this. Definitely should send that to somebody if you're thinking that way. Also, we love engaging with you on social media. So if something hit a chord with you and you want to post it, you want to quote one of us, um, do it. Just make sure to tag us because we want to engage with you. We love seeing that. And if you are so inclined, you can go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening to, and leave a review. I read all of those, Patrick reads all of those, and it, it encourages us. It also helps spread the word of what Impact of Leadership is all about. And as a reminder, what are we about at Impact of Leadership? Glad you asked. We exist to equip, connect, and grow leaders while having fun. Well, thanks again for taking time to listen to this episode. And until next time, from all of us here at Impact of Leadership, thanks for listening.